Welcome to the SEMRC Lead Podcast, featuring epic supply chain lessons from our industry partners. I am your host, Donnie Williams, the Executive Director of the Supply Chain Management Research Center and Clinical Assistant Professor of Supply Chain Management at the University of Arkansas, Walton College of Business. I'm excited today to be joined by Bill Carver, who's Vice President of Sales at J.B. Hunt Incorporated. Bill, welcome to the podcast. I'd love to learn a little bit more about your background. Why don't you tell our listeners uh, your history, what you've been doing, and how you ended up at J.B. Hunt, what, 12 years ago now, and, and what you're doing today. Yeah, well, hello, Donnie, and thank you for this opportunity today. Um, it's a pleasure. Um, I've been at J.B. Hunt now for 12 years. Uh, prior to being at J.B. Hunt, um, I was uh, in a global supply chain uh, industry uh, with the 3PL, and then I spent half of my career actually working on the other side of the desk um, with shippers in the industry, uh, moving their goods throughout the supply chain. That really gives you a great perspective of a lot of the lessons that we look at from our supply chain partners, right? And so you've got a holistic view of the supply chain. How important has that been for you in your own growth? Yeah, so when it comes to um, approaching customers and the challenges that they're facing inside of their supply chain, um, actually sitting in their world and living what they go through as they uh, try to overcome those challenges um, really helps when I sit in the J.B. Hunt seat and bring transportation solutions and the things that we have to offer and helping our customers from a cost, capacity, and service standpoint. And I think this is really important because J.B. Hunt, you guys are consistently listed as one of the top companies in the world, particularly as we look at the transportation industry, the brokerage industry, and the intermodal industry, all the things that you guys touch on a regular basis. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Because I hear you talk about talent all the time and, and what that means for, to have people like you sitting in these VP roles and these executive roles for J.B. Hunt. That's a really great question. You know, it's super important for us to get a lot of people in the organization from a diverse um, uh, way of thinking, so a diverse thought process, um, in order to um, be able to go to our customers with all the diverse offerings that we have to offer our customers. Um, inside of our organization, you know, we have the, the different final mile, dedicated contract services, intermodal, highway service offerings. We have so many different types of solutions that we can bring our customers um, to, to fit the need of their supply chain that it's super important that we bring people to the table that have a very diverse background, that they're able to speak to all aspects of that. I love that you're talking about the customer so much. In fact, I was just looking at a report that came out that you talk uh, is actually on LinkedIn on your page that uh, or J.B. Hunt's page that talks about a 98% customer retention rate for J.B. Hunt. What an incredible rate. What an incredible metric to think about from a customer's perspective. Can you talk about how you guys achieve that? I mean, that's definitely directly tied to what you were just talking about, right? Well, first and foremost, I think it's super important that as an organization, when we make commitments to our customer, that we do what we say we're going to do. And so when, when we come together with solutions uh, with our customer and, we, and we, we execute on those for the customer, it's super important that we do what we say we're going to do because our customers, in the end, are expecting their goods to be picked up and delivered on time. You know, there's, there's um, cost capacity and service factors that our customers are trying to juggle inside of the supply chain when it comes to transportation. And one of the things that I think we do a really good job is helping our customers understand that th those don't necessarily need to be competing factors hmm. inside their supply chain, that they can achieve all of those um, with the right type of solution that we're bringing back. And so I love to hear you talk about this primarily, whether it's talent or whether it's to customers, because what 
I constantly get every time you and I talk is that how passionate you are just about logistics, supply chain, transportation, what you guys do at J.B. Hunt. What attracted you to this industry to begin with? And why is that? What, what about that has made you successful in this particular industry? Well, that's a great question. The first and foremost, what drives my passion for supply chain is that I love to learn. Mm. And um, there's always been something new to learn in this industry, whether it's emerging technology, new regulations, business processes and models, um, or just the competitive landscape. You know, these things are continuously changing in the industry, which opens up new doors um, to inquiry and opportunity for people. And so, you know, those that work in logistics and supply chain management field, um, I mean, at the end of the day, they have to make sure that the goods and services arrive to the consumer in a timely manner. And, uh, you know, the logistics industry is an important driver of economic growth and development. And I've always wanted to be a part of that. Right. So you've been with J.B. Hunt, you said, a little over 12 years now. So how are you able, day in and day out, able to translate that passion for the industry into what you're doing in your role at J.B. Hunt now? Well, you know, I've always been a servant leader. Mm. Um, so, and, and I always want to make sure that, that um, um, we're helping not only our internal people succeed, but our, help our customers succeed as well. You know, we, we have a, uh, um, a mission statement, if you will, that uh, J.B. Hunt wants to uh, forge long-term relationships with key customers that include supply chain management as an integral part of their strategy. And so, you know, together we work with our customers to drive out cost and really add value and as a function or extension of their enterprise. I love that you talked about learning just a few minutes ago just as part of that thing that drove you and, and, is, and is, you're so passionate about. And I certainly see this uh, in the way you engage, not only on LinkedIn, you're constantly sharing information with people. You engage with our students, and we'll get to that just a little bit uh, later. But as you think about the changing nature of supply chain and what's been happening in the industry, we're, we're seeing kind of a reposition with the growth of e-commerce and, and what's happening throughout omnichannel complexity and various things like that, uh, direct-to-consumer channels. All of these things, how are you helping J.B. Hunt go through the growth process, learn, adjust, um, and really be agile in this industry as it continues to change? Well, you know, <clears throat> when you look at that e-commerce and the impact that it's, that it's having on supply chains, um, you know, it's really forced um, the, the uh, suppliers out there to get super close to the end customer. Mm. And <clears throat> when, if you look at the, the infrastructure of a supply chain and, and how it's accommodated that, you know, you, we used to have these large distribution centers uh, that would, would stand and, and we would ship from our manufacturing plants or vendors into a DC network that then would then finally get exploded out and, and ultimately to the end consumer. Well, today, our consumers expect to order it one day and have it delivered the next day to their front door. Hmm. And so with J.B. Hunt, inside of the, the service offerings that we have, our final mile network, that's really the big and bulky of what I call small parcel delivery. Mm -hmm. And so how do you get all of this product that consumers are, are ordering, for example, on their phone, and they want it delivered to their doorstep the next day? Right. We, I was just talking with my students about that in our uh, integrated supply chain class. And we think about density in populations, right? And so we see this in metropolitan areas, and then you have these very rural areas where there's not much density. You guys just acquired RDI last mile, so you're increasing your capabilities in this space 
particularly as you think about last mile. Um, what is it about fi final mile and its importance and why you guys continue to drive both innovation and acquiring capabilities to execute this? Yeah, so um, one of the things that the acquisitions help us with is it, it really helps us penetrate a market very quickly hmm. um, inside of, of how we structure Final Mile in our organization. Um, it continues to be the fastest growing segment of our organization. Um, today, we have a commingled cross-dock network of over 100 locations, and it specializes in a home delivery of non-conveyable products with services ranging from drop-off to white-glove deliveries. Mm -hmm. As you think about this now, and with what's happening in the supply chain and just what you were talking about, suppliers need to get, getting, needing to get closer to their customers, Go back to the learning that you were just talking about. How has this changed the nature of relationships that you're seeing with your customers, with suppliers, with manufacturers throughout the supply chain? Is it driving us closer together to collaborate more in order to execute this? Or are you seeing, um, what are you just seeing there? Is it, is it, how is that being changed and what's the challenges that are involved with that? Yeah, so um, obviously it gets us really close to uh, the, uh, the consumer. Um, you, you know, from a final mile delivery standpoint, um, I, I just experienced that uh, myself. I, I ordered a brand new refrigerator right. and had it delivered to my home, and uh, J.B. Hunt actually called me up, yep. um, set the delivery appointment. They came in, took my old one out and took it away and, and installed my new one. Did they do a good job? And so, Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they told me I was a VIP. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, you know one of the things that um, um, is really interesting about that is just the connectivity that we have to have with the end consumer to ensure that they're getting the delivery experience that they expect or that ultimately our customer, in this case Whirlpool, expects their customers to receive as a result. I love that you, as the VP of sales for J.B. Hunt, stood on both sides of that equation right then, right? And so talk about what it means to collaborate with companies like Whirlpool. So we've seen that closeness to the customer that you're talking about. How has this changed how you guys are relating to suppliers like Whirlpool and other companies that you're delivering for? Well, uh, you know, when, when those companies come to us and, and they need to get to the ultimate end consumer in a, in a different way, um, because of the way that the consumer wants to order their product, um, it, it, we be essentially be, uh, become an extension mm -hmm. um, of their organization. And, and so as, as product flows through their supply chain, whether that's through a regional distribution network and ultimately into our local di uh, distribution centers for final delivery, um, it's super important that we stay connected uh, to the overall flow of goods that's happening throughout their network so that we can communicate accordingly with the end consumer that ultimately is looking for a flawless on-time delivery. Right. So, so many people think, oh, it's just transportation. You're just moving a product from here to there. But they may not realize how much you actually have to understand and really integrate into what your both customers are doing, right? So that, that uh, CPG company is a customer, but so is the final delivery consumer. How much do you guys actually spend getting to know each side's? of the supply chain 
into the processes and everything that they have to do to be successful? Well, um, you know, with every uh, uh, delivery that we make inside of a, uh, um, a shipment with a customer, um, I always say that, that we're either servicing an internal customer to them or, or their external customer. So ultimately, we have to pick up at our customer and we have to deliver to their customer. Mm-hmm. And so really, in, in every instance, we're, we're interacting with um, uh, both sides of the equation uh, to ensure that, that we're representing that company the way that they want to be represented as it relates to the ultimate delivery that we're making to their customer. I'd love to find out a little bit about how you guys help people that you hire that maybe don't have the experience that you do. How do you help them get to that place where they can really be effective going through and helping a customer deliver those kind of results that you guys expect? Um, Well, so when we bring people on board inside of the organization, um, one of the things that we spend uh, a a tremendous amount of time with is is helping them understand our culture, um, who we are, um, where we've been. Uh, You know, we were a company started by a family, Mm. and that family was very entrepreneurial. Uh, J.B. Hunt and his legacy, um, you know, there's a a tremendous amount of entrepreneurship that that he brought to the table that continues throughout our organization today, which is why I think we bring creative uh, solutions uh, to our customers' challenges or problems that they face inside of their supply chain. But once they learn that culture and who we are and how we want to represent ourselves in the industry, um, then they go into and get really in-depth training around the systems, the technology, the, the processes that we utilize um, to uh, ultimately serve our customers the way that they want to be served. So I just also saw where you guys are consistently listed as one of the best places to work, right? And so as far as Fortune 100 companies, and so it's just uh, pretty impressive that you're able to maintain that culture. Um, how has that impacted you as you've progressed over the past 12 years through J.B. Hunt's uh, processes and, and risen and promoted up to the place that you're at today? Um, you know, J.B. Hunt has really afforded the opportunity to continue to learn and grow um, inside of the organization because of all the different types of service offerings that we can provide our customers. It is constantly changing um, and, and evolving, um, and there's new and better um uh, ways of serving our customer. Uh, technology has really uh, forced us into um, a cycle of innovation uh, to where we constantly have to disrupt our, our way of thinking, um, adapt to that, and then accelerate forward for our customers through that. So Shelly Simpson talks about that. Your COO talks about that quite a bit. Absolutely. And if you follow her on LinkedIn, she's got the JB Hunt Disrupt, right? Hashtag that she's always putting out there. The increase in innovation and you guys are such an innovative company, it's exciting to watch what's happening in the supply chain. And we've seen this with you guys partnering with Walmart and Tyson and Plug and Play uh, this past uh, summer, and that's kicking off. There's a, in fact, this pat- this coming weekend, there's kind of a uh, rollout of some of those ideas that are coming with some of those startup companies. Can you talk about what this partnership has meant for J.B. Hunt and all of the supply chain companies in the Northwest Arkansas area? Sure. Um, you know, this new relationship with Plug and Play will leverage our regional strength in supply chain and logistics. And this program will shine a greater spotlight on all the great things that are happening in all of Northwest Arkansas. You know, we're excited to be a part of this ecosystem here that uh, will really develop a culture of entrepreneurship and startups. And, you know, that, that'll help bring efficiency and cost savings 
to our, our customers and their supply chains um, as they move forward. So how do you guys see yourself partnering with startups and how that's works? So there's one, there's several different approaches to growth and you kind of think about that in that innovation space. So there's the acquisitions that you guys are doing, like we've already talked about, and now the startup kind of community and what's happening around transportation and supply chain and that. Specifically with J.B. Hunt, kind of, how have you seen that impact your business, and and how is that going to continue? How are you going to drive that moving forward? Well, I, I think the one of the things that, that these startups do is is they constantly disrupt mm. um, the, the way that things are are uh, really managed uh, throughout the supply chain, and and um, it changes the way um, and and really evolves inside of of how supply chains have to execute in order to deliver the ultimate goods uh, to the end consumer, and and so we have to be. Um, attached to that process mm. um, so that we continue to evolve the services that we provide our customers and it's relevant to them in the way that they want to be delivered. And I would imagine, in, particularly in this industry, if you want to have a sustainable competitive advantage, you better be paying attention to innovative thinking, design thinking, constantly staying ahead of the game, scanning and seeing what other companies are doing, being involved in these startup communities and and acquiring companies that are really pushing the boundaries of, of service and what you can do. Um, that's driven as part of your culture. I've heard you talk about digital transformation quite a bit um, and how important that is for you guys. What does that mean for you? So when you say digital transformation, what does that mean for you and how is that actualized through what J.B. Hunt is doing today? Well, when, when we talk about that digital transformation, um, you know, at J.B. Hunt, um, we've created J.B. Hunt 360, um, which is a digital freight uh, platform. It's the largest digital freight platform in the industry today. Um, in that pla- inside of that platform, um, it, it leads the, uh, the, what, what we define as the digital freight match mm-hmm. uh, uh, platform. And, and there it's a simple um, ecosystem, if you will, of our customers' loads that they need to ship, uh, where we make them all completely visible to the carriers in the marketplace. And so when we look at that carrier community, um, today there's approximately 3.5 million drivers out there in the marketplace. And under traditional brokerage, um, not all of them had visibility to all of the loads available for them to haul. Hmm. Well, on this platform now, they have visibility of all of those where they have the opportunity to go in where the right truck can find the right load at the right cost to provide the right service to the end consumer. And how has this changed? I mean, obviously, you've got to see a huge impact from this, right, at least from the carrier side and being able to match these loads. So what if, what kind of improvements have you seen kind of come out of that platform? Yeah, yeah. so when you look at it, what's very cool about it is that um, you've got 83% of the drivers out there that represent small carriers and owner-operators. And, and so one of the things that we've also introduced inside of this platform is 360 Box, mm-hmm. which is a drop trailer. And so it offers what traditionally would be live load and live unload, it offers a drop and hook alternative to finding and utilizing that 83% of the capacity that's available in the marketplace that traditionally wasn't available to move loads. And so in in your mind, this is a game changer, right? Uh, how is that impacting us across the supply chain now? And so what what real effect does that have for efficiencies and flows throughout the supply chain? Well, you know, our commitment is to create the most efficient transportation network in North America. Mm-hmm. In order to do that, um, we have to have a platform where we make all loads available or visible to all carriers in the marketplace. And when we do that, 
it absolutely helps those carriers find the right load. And when we talk about the right cost, it's not that we put them in an environment where they they compete or bid against a load and eventually become unprofitable. Um, What we're looking for there is the right truck finds the right load because they have the right they're in the right location for the pickup. Mm-hmm. And after that load delivers, they're in the right location for their next pickup. And so ultimately, it's the lowest cost alternative. And what we found is that when the right truck finds that right load, the service that they receive as a result of that mm-hmm. is actually better than what they've ever received before. And so this really does have a great benefit for your truck drivers that are, that are looking for these particular loads and so that they can actually be more efficient with their time and maximize their own resource allocation, right? Absolutely. So it's just not a highway um, or a brokerage load board. It, it is actually a multimodal load board. And so our asset, um, all modes, actually live on the platform. Um, and it's essentially trying to find uh, the right load at, in moving it in the right mode um, and ultimately to deliver to a service standard that the customer expects. Have you guys received any feedback yet? I'm sure you have because I know you guys track these type of things. Um, and I've listened to you talk about this type of stuff before. But when you think about things like truck driver turnover and the problem that it's been in the industry, do you see this having an impact in that particular area? Because truck drivers may find things a little bit more easy to do. They're more efficient. They're treated with a little bit more transparency and respect in that matter. Yeah, absolutely. And so ultimately, um, at the end of the day, our carriers are wanting to save both time and money and eliminate waste. Right. And so in order to do that, if we can help them by finding the right load faster where they don't have to spend a whole bunch of time searching for the load um, and they can spend more time driving, they're going to have an overall better experience. This is actually going to help us in many areas, right? So if I'm more efficient, then that means I'm also going to be a little bit more sustainable. Think about it. I can pull more trucks off the road. I can reduce my carbon emission footprint there. Can you talk about some of the systemic effects that you guys might be seeing out of the platform and kind of what's what's changed because of that? Well, what we see coming out of the platform is um, the inefficiency where um, the, we're giving more time back to the driver as far as is, is productive time and, and driving hours. Mm-hmm. Um what that does is actually brings more capacity to the marketplace. And because of that additional capacity that we, we free up in the marketplace, that actually reduces cost. Hmm. Uh, so because it obviously gives us more alternatives with more capacity to be able to pick up a, another load. Bill, this is great information. It's really great to hear you talk about uh, this. I wanted to kind of pivot a little bit and talk about something that I know is near and dear to your heart. You know, we talk about the impact that our industry partners have on our students and and your role in helping us be successful in educating the next generation of supply chain leaders right and so as as we I love working with you because you're you're deeply involved you've been sponsoring student projects you've been intimately involved in training our students and helping them get better identifying talent um, and and driving that throughout the educational uh, relationship that we've had together. Can you talk about, if you're talking to students today, what are you telling them? What's important? What What are you encouraging them with? What advice are you giving them that uh, really can help them propel their careers as they embark on a career in supply chain and logistics? Well, uh, you know, Donnie, working in supply chain is never boring. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many moving parts. Um, if you had a passion for helping people solve complex problems, um, as it relates to like the global movement of goods in the supply chain, 
then you found your home. Right. Um, you know, so many people take for granted how easy supply chains have made it to order product one day and it delivers on the doorstep the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, from a forecasting, planning, and overall synchroniza- uh, synchronization of the supply chain um, that has to take place in order to pull it off, it, it's, an, it's truly amazing. And so, you know, when I look at the students today, you know, I've had some great mentors over my career. Um, one of my professors in supply chain, when I was actually going through school, was Dr. Donald Bowersox. Oh, yes. You know, one of the, one of the godfathers of, of supply yep. chain. Yep. And, uh, you know, and my advice to students would be to approach the theoretical study of supply chain as a constant pursuit of how the theory applies to actual execution in the movement of goods. Meaning this, why did I just learn what I learned and how does that apply to a potential job that I would do? You know, so many jobs today from an entry level inside a supply chain, when they go into those jobs, they're just one little component of the overall supply chain. Hmm. And so understanding all the trade-offs that take place inside of the supply chain and, and how they impact each other, um, I think they, that, that people lose sight of that. And, and I would continue to challenge them to think about it, even though they're looking, working on this little piece of it that there's all these other things that they have the ability to impact um, as a result of that. It's amazing to see the light go on with students. You could have been teaching my uh, introduction to supply chain management class this morning just with that little statement right there, right? And so this, those systemic effects that we don't really think about because we're so focused on what's right in front of us. But let's flip that switch a little bit now. You guys also do this. You engage with universities because you understand how important talent is, right? Yes. Um, and coming in, sponsoring course projects and, and being involved as a partner with the way that you guys have been with the University of Arkansas. It's been such a benefit for us. How does that benefit the company? And how, is that, uh, how have you guys uh, drawn out resources for that that has made a difference for you? Yeah. So <clears throat> in working with the, the students here at the university and, and the projects, um, I, I love giving them what I would call real-life examples mm. of, of things that they're going to run into when they actually get into doing a, a job. And so being able to see the light bulb go on from the theory that they're learning and how this actually applies back to, say, for example, um, transportation and how that impacts our customers. Um, it's pretty cool to see that light bulb go off. Um, but then as, as it relates to uh, what J.B. Hunt gets out of that, um, I, I think it keeps us relevant, it keeps us current, um, and it helps us put our footprint or, or our thumbprint on um, the, the skills and, the, the, and what is necessary from the development standpoint that these students need in order to come out of school and be relevant to J.B. Hunt and be ready for, for the challenges that we're facing as an organization. And the great thing about that is that you guys are spending so much time investing in these students through student projects and through coming and speaking at student clubs and sponsoring uh, things like WISE, Women Impacting Supply Chain Excellent, and, and you're so involved with this. And I think one of the great benefits of that that many people don't realize is that you're not just impacting the students that are going to come work for J.B. Hunt. You're also impacting students that are going to go work for multitudes of companies in the supply chain throughout their careers, right? And so these ripple effects that you have of thinking about how do we impact and change the industry, you've got to give back to the students and really invest time into that. And so I personally thank you for that. I think that's a, a, an admirable uh, goal that you guys do and that you're so passionate about and you take advantage of. You know, I, I think it's super important that um, the, the students, as, as they, they, they come out of school, um, 
you know, it, sometimes that can be a scary venture in, in going into a new company and in, in, in getting started in their career. And I would just encourage them all to, to be courageous, mm. um, you know, be confident in, in what they've learned. Um, that theory uh, will really help them um, apply that to the challenges that these organizations are facing inside their supply chain. I love that. I, was, I talk to my students uh, regularly about approaching class with the mindset to learn, not to pass an exam. And that if you will just learn, and, and, and that's a pivot because generally our educational system has historically taught students to pass the test, not learn and really grapple with the material that's there. And so I'm hoping that through partnerships with you and our other member companies with ASMRC that our students are really getting those learning uh, experiences that really do demonstrate how important learning is and that that's going to be a lifelong continual thing. You talked about that early on. Can you talk about what it means really quick as a lifelong learner and what that means for you and how you've seen that benefit others? Yeah, so um, I've been in supply chain now. I've been a student of it for 30 years, mm -hmm. and um, I continue to be a student of supply chain. I learn new things every day. Um, as, and that's one of the things that I really like about talking with our customers um, is really trying to just gain an understanding of, of the different things or complexities that they're facing inside of their supply chain um, and, and what types of solutions that we need to be creating on our side in order to fulfill those needs. And, and so it's, it's ever-changing. Mm. I, don't, I don't think I walk into a day saying this is exactly what I'm going to do today and it, by 10 minutes into my day, my day is completely changed and, I, and I'm doing something completely different. And, and from that aspect, I, I, that's what I really love about supply chain. So we never stop learning. Never we? stop learning. Bill, thank you so much for your time today. This has been an epic discussion. And so and a special thanks to our audience for taking the time to listen. On behalf of the Walton SEMRC, we are delighted to lead with you as we learn, engage, address, and develop all things supply chain to lead a world of commerce from Northwest Arkansas. Have a great day.